0: It's Trash Mouth and Kat from Trash Cat Productions, a brand new
1: podcasting
0: duo. We're starting our podcasting journey with We Have to Go Back. This is the sister pod to the Cinemaniacs with John and Zach's movie pod. Their focus is on movies and ours is on TV. They will be joining us from time to time and vice versa as guest spots and even taking the lead on a couple of deep dives. Speaking of deep dives... Our show will be split up into deep dives and an in-depth look at an epic TV show that probably has a lot of Easter eggs, maybe even some side quests and a lot to discuss. Uh,
1: Then we'll have a palate cleanser after our deep dive will be uh, just a light segment. Always a comedy, definitely something that has finished airing that was a big deal when it did air.
0: From there, we will go into our Gone Too Soon segment, a show that had to end before it was ready and before we were ready. After that, we'll be doing a segment we call
1: We Has Much Excite. This will be a new show that just started airing or is going to start airing soon.
0: Next, it will be One and Done. This will be a show or limited series that only had one or two seasons.
1: Finally, uh, will be our series finale. In this, we will recap what we did this season briefly, talk about our show cajoles and
0: talk about what to expect next season uh yeah so stay tuned for more from trash cat productions maybe a music pod yeah who knows all things are possible and as usual you are welcome and thank you bye all right hello good morning welcome back to we have to go back i am uh, kat and i'm trash mouth <laughs> how are you doing
1: I'm doing well. Um, Good. I had a little bit of a misunderstanding this morning, but
0: we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to Riverside at, at any rate. Yes, yes, we did. To record the episode. Yeah, this would have been a fun one to do in person for sure because, I mean, we both super duper fell in love with this one. Yeah. But um, what have you watch, been watching anything new or anything new since last time we talked about it?
1: Um been watching drag race because um we're
0: gonna yes. do that
1: yeah that episode soon and <clears throat> so I'm, I'm just on the first season i know you had mentioned in another episode like if you've already seen it to skip the first season because of the quality and, and you were spot on with that yeah um it, it does it's got like a weird
0: there's a weird filter on it
1: filter it looks like yeah, yeah it's it's bizarre Anyways, well,
0: I'm sure RuPaul did that because I mean, even the the first few seasons, like definitely not as bad as the first one, but even like seasons two through probably, well, two and three probably have kind of a, a little bit of a filter over it too. Mm-hmm. And I think that RuPaul does that because RuPaul might be a little bit vain, and you know, <laughs> yeah. she's not getting yeah. any younger, so yeah, she she, she
1: doesn't want she, she doesn't want the HD TV because i've noticed like you can see every flaw on someone's skin with that shit like i'm sure actresses do not love that whole uh exactly
0: exactly but what do you think Uh, besides that
1: so far um i mean we we'll definitely talk about it in depth but i mean i i I just love artistic competition shows and this kind of puts like two of my favorites together in like the makeup and the sewing category so and then it's just like so um just witty and sassy you know totally and it's
0: like dad jokes on 100 yeah but like yeah yeah they're funny because they're not only are they dad jokes but they're also gay jokes exactly
1: yes no I, I 100% <laughs> dig it um, yeah so I don't know if you remember if if you like super remember the first season or whatever but I'm I haven't watched the last episode that's the last thing I need to watch um, okay and so top but,
0: three is B. B. Zahara.
1: Yep, Bonet BB Pene.
0: Uh, Ni- yeah. Nina.
1: Um, and I really like Nina. Um she calls everyone Loca. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and she's gorgeous.
1: She's gorgeous and she has like a punk kind of vibe going totally, on. Totally a so. little bit edgy. Yeah. Yes, 100%. yes. Love her. Um and so, yeah, I'm going to and I'm going to keep watching that. Definitely. Um, oh, my
0: gosh. Just wait. You're going to get through season one and then get to season two and then get to season five and be like, oh, my <laughs> fucking God.
1: How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> season
0: Probably season three, five and six are my favorite earlier okay. uh, episodes of the show.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Um I mean, yeah, you know, I'm it's totally I, stoked to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those things like I knew I was going to like it. I just had yeah. never gotten into it, had, you know.
0: You just had had to get into it yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: Um the other show that I really wanted to talk about um is a show on Hulu. Um it's called Death and Other Details. It's got Mandy Patinkin in it. So Mandy Patinkin. Yes, and he played in Montoya. Montoya. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay. Yes. And he plays like a, uh, Sherlock-esque, um, detective.
0: Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've seen previews for it before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's like the basic premises, there's this, um, family company. I'm not sure what they produce, but they have invited a bunch of investors onto this like super, super, um, nice yacht, Um, or cruise ship, I guess that's, it's bigger than a yacht and someone is killed. And this detective happens to be on, um, on board in addition to, um, one of his former clients who's now grown up. And so like they're kind of helping each other try to figure out what happened. And it's, it's quirky. We know I love that. And if you like Sherlock, if you like, um, you know, death on the Nile and, and, yeah Um, murder
0: mysteries and
1: yes yes 100 percent. you would love this yeah Um, so yeah i'm excited about that it's only three episodes in so i'm excited to see where it goes and if it if it pays off because you know it can be fine if it's a murder mystery but if they botch the ending then it's just like you know not even worth it so um, i
0: don't think they will it seems like they have a good (laughs) cast they do playing the lead role so uh they probably won't fuck it up too much
1: yeah yeah um and then the last thing i've been watching is the new true detective night country which is the fourth installment yep with jodie foster it also has some native representation which kind of fits in with the theme of today um and uh i just i love that show and it kind of so the previous seasons haven't been haven't gone it's you know, it's been like a real kind of thing that could have happened, but this one seems kind of potentially supernatural. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. I uh, watched the first True Detective, of course, loved it. It was great. Uh, the second one, I really couldn't get into. I didn't even know there was a third one. But the fourth one seems to be getting a lot of hype. So
1: Yeah. Well, Jodie Foster, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then just the one other thing I wanted to talk about is the book I've been uh, reading, which is called The Gone World. It's by Tom Sweaterlich. Um, okay. And it's kind of a time travel thing. Pretty interesting.
0: Sci-fi? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, I really haven't been doing much different lately. Like, I've been... I was so fucking busy... Last week, and then this week, I my schedule was kind of messed up. So, um, but Tom and I did watch Saltburn. Nice. And well, I started it and watched it until until one scene, and I was (laughs) like, I cannot fucking watch this by myself anymore. Like, I'm gonna have (laughs) nightmares. So then, Tom and I watched it. He what you know from beginning to end again. And um it didn't really get worse in some aspects after I stopped it, but it was definitely a fucking mind fuck of a show, dude. It was it was wild or a movie. It was wild, but it was great. I definitely give it two thumbs up because good, it was good. it made you think and it was I've, I've heard interesting s- to look at.
1: I've heard so much about this fucking movie and I've heard like that a lot of people are like saying the same thing. It's like a mind fuck, but then there's some other people that <clears throat> are like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out about it. And you know how I like like just fucking fucked up weird movies. So I'm like, yeah. is it gonna be enough? So we'll see.
0: But. Enough? Like <laughs> yeah. enough fucked upness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it'll be plenty. Um, okay. Okay, good. I mean, it's when somebody explains it to you, you definitely think it's going to be more dramatic than the scenes, that, the specific scenes that people talk about. Uh-huh. You think they're going to be more um hard hitting than they actually are, and maybe that's because I had to watch them twice. Maybe. I was yeah. I was maybe a little bit numbed the second time, but I definitely <laughs> after one scene I was like what in the fuck is going on if this is just gonna get worse I need to stop right now because there's no way I'll sleep tonight if I see
1: you you know your boundaries you know your boundaries and you know when to take like a step away and like when you need when you need backup you know that comes with
0: age and experience (laughs) (laughs) I just don't
1: have that opportunity a lot you know I live alone so I just have to fucking suffer through shit
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well i mean even if i didn't live even if i did live alone i feel like this would have been one of those movies where i was like yo we need to have like a girl's night and watch this movie Yeah. yeah. because i tried to watch precious by myself
1: oh yeah that one was
0: and and i was like no i can't and then so i had to i had to watch it with tom and Danica
1: because i was
0: like i need moral support here
1: yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) i won't break down as much i'll still break down i'll still break down like don't get me don't get me twisted i i'm not afraid of showing my emotions i'm not one of those people that but you won't you won't
1: have like a full-on episode but i won't i won't like
0: be staying up all night thinking you know like what a fucked up world we live in
1: yeah. I might yeah, yeah. I
0: might, but at least I'll be doing it with someone next to me and I can bounce that off of them and be like, "Do you feel how I feel right now?"
1: Can we <laughs> Am discuss I alone? this? Can we yeah. discuss this cuz I need to fucking so get this out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: the other thing I wanted to talk about that we watched was American Nightmare on Netflix, which I guess a lot of people are talking about. I didn't know. We were just <clears throat> kind of trying to find something to watch the other night and A lot of the times Tom and I'll be like, let's watch murder. And that's what we call like true crime shows. (laughs) We're like, let's watch some murder. Like, how do you feel about watching some murder tonight? So (laughs) we saw this on Netflix and I was like, oh, a fucking true crime show on Netflix that I haven't seen yet. Like, let's check this out.
1: Better dig in. I mean, we are not a true
0: crime podcast at all, but I definitely feel like we need to do some true crime episodes because I'm a huge fan. Uh, agreed I mean there's
1: definitely like a morbid curiosity I think yeah um, yeah you know just the, to the get p-
0: inside those people's brains yeah for sure Just, I mean I, want, I would love to like be Jennifer Lopez in the cell and be like a fly on <laughs> yeah. the fucking wall inside somebody's brain <laughs> to figure out w- what makes them do the shit they do but essentially this story takes place in the Bay Area in like 2014 I think and this woman this guy shows up to the police or calls the police station with this fucking crazy elaborate story about his girlfriend getting kidnapped and I don't I don't want to do any spoilers or anything or get too far in depth of the story but it was a not really nationally known story it was uh-huh. kept pretty under wraps uh but yeah i've heard when a little you watch, bit about this when you watch you'll see why it's so fucked up and nobody believes this guy they think that he killed his girlfriend and like she's never coming back
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then boom
1: she shows up. spoiler out.
0: alert she's there yeah so that's where i'm gonna leave that that was fucking crazy i my mind was goddamn blown when i watched that <laughs> So that was something that I wanted to uh, talk about as well. But I'm still um, reading the same books that I was reading before. I haven't started anything new because I haven't had a chance to really do a lot of reading lately. So that's where I am at.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But tell the good people what we're doing today.
1: We are finally, finally, finally going to do what I think we can safely both call one of our top five shows easily. Um, of, we're...
0: The, of the past decade? Last five years, probably, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. Um, so we are going to be discussing Reservation Dogs today. What? We have mentioned it in pretty much every single episode up until this point. We just so love Saddle this show so much. shit
0: asses. Yeah, let's
1: go ahead. Oh, <coughs> studis. Um, yeah. So, Res Dogs. If you are not aware, which if you're not aware, you really need to make yourself aware.
0: Please, um, please make we, yourself we, aware.
1: We cannot say enough about this show. It's um, basically a slice of life slash coming of age story about these four native youths in Oklahoma. Um, they love catfish. they um you know they live on the res they it's just a very they lost
0: their they lost the the fifth member of their of their crew. yes their crew
1: their crew um one daniel who kind of seems like he was um a little bit like the leader um somewhat yeah yeah Um, that's,
0: that's the impression i got
1: yeah, he, he committed suicide and, um, Alora Dannon, which we'll speak about, found him. And so now they're trying to finish out his last wishes, which was for them to all move to California. And so, um, they're trying to raise money on the res, not having jobs, you know, being a res kid. Um, and it's just a great, accurate, and authentic representation of, of Native life that is just so heartwarming and, and funny and wonderful
0: so witty the wit is razor sharp you know it, there it really is and these kids did so well like these young kids I mean they they range from ages 25 to 18 and they did so well at, at their playing those roles you know what yeah. I mean and I I just for we'll get into it later but yeah we we both we loved it so much I can't wait to talk about it. Let's get into this cast and crew.
1: Yes, let's do it because
0: they did <clears throat> such a good job. So, yeah, initially, I feel like you you think that the story is going to mostly revolve around Bear Small Hill. Yes, and um, you get that impression in the first in the first see Well, first few episodes, at least.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think you know Bear is kind of not shoved into but kind of has to replace this role of Daniel yeah. in the group you know
0: exactly um, yeah
1: and bear he doesn't do it unwillingly I mean he's definitely down but he he's a little lost you know he's he's not sure how to um go well, about dealing it with
0: the grief of losing his friend and dealing with the pressure of trying to to get the money together because, and he's also being pressured by Alora Dannon, which Alora Dannon it seemed to me and Daniel had kind of a love interest.
1: Yes, I got I that got impression the, as well.
0: Yeah, that they they might have been snagging at some point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, he definitely was having some some growing pains going yeah. into it he's also got some daddy issues you know he's got that he's yes, dealing his, with he's being raised by a single mom his dad is a quote-unquote
1: famous rapper in the native yes. community
0: he's got he's got oh he's like a one, one hit wonder um, yeah fry, what what's it called the fry bread song yeah <laughs> <laughs> The sticky fry bread? I don't know.
1: I don't remember. But
0: the song, yeah, is, he's is kind of dope. But it's like a funny a parody about right, eating fry right. bread. But I mean, he's a he's a very
1: typical, you know, non present father figure. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. And
1: bear bear just kind of adores him, which is you know also seems to be very typical in kids that are uh, yeah. being raised by a, a single parent. Yes. Um, you know, he adores
0: his dad, and he thinks
1: he's just hot shit. So cool. He thinks
0: he's so fucking cool because he's this rapper and, um, but Bear is played by Deferro McKay and he's a Canadian uh, First Nations actor and they didn't really say what his actual, uh, tribe is. Mm -hmm. It just says that he was Canadian First Nations and, um, he did really, really well. He hasn't been in anything that I don't think we would have seen but he's been in a lot of Canadian television
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then Devery Jacobs plays Alora Dannon and Who, she's sort of like the matriarch of the of yes. the crew right she's she is. she's the one that's kind of trying to keep everybody in line keep them on the fucking goal she's the definitely motherhead. the one putting the yeah putting the pressure on everybody to to get the money to get to California yeah. and everybody else is kind of just like along for the ride like having a good time right they're just hanging out with their homies and she is a first nations canadian native american as well she's mohawk and um she's she was in the second season of american gods
1: i don't recall her in that but i believe it
0: she played a two-spirited which is what uh the native americans refer to as somebody who's
1: Bisexual Bi- or Well
0: bisexual or non binary. Right. Um and so I haven't actually seen American Gods yet, but it's definitely on our list. Yeah.
1: I've read and, and seen that show. And, and I've and... read
0: I've read the I've read the books, so I know this the deal basically right. with it. But. Right. Um so yeah I I can't wait to see her in that.
1: She was also in a show I recently uh talked about Echo from the Marvel universe. She
0: Oh yeah um, yeah yeah I did see that on her credentials but mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't remember.
1: Yeah, it's a it's the latest Marvel show. Um
0: Yeah. And and can we just on talk Disney, about right?
1: Yeah, on Disney. Um can we talk about her her character's name because 80s Hello,
0: kids. Hello. <laughs> Willow. Yes. Okay. If you haven't watched Willow, you Who must. Who even are you? <laughs> yeah, Alora Dannon is the little baby that uh Mad Martigan and um Willow are trying to keep safe. Yes. And she was she was named after this uh baby which is just totally great, which means she was born in the 90s, right?
1: Yes. Yep. Um, and so, then, go ahead. I was just going to say like, she seems, um, like her mom seems like she's around your age.
0: Yes, I would Is, say so. Yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe even a couple years older, but around, uh, yes, definitely around my age. She's a, she's a zennial. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's right on that for cusp sure. of being a gen X and a millennial or yep. was her mom. She, she lives alone. Or she lives with her grandmother because her mother passed away when she was three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, and her mom was cookie and she died in a motorcycle wreck when uh Alora Dannon was just a little girl. So she sort of has some issues with not knowing her, Yeah, not even knowing who her mom really was because she was too little to remember her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she she wants to have information about her, but she's also like this tough hard-shelled kind of girl who she definitely feels like
1: she has to put like a a tough front up
0: and she's the one who found their friend
1: yes she found daniel
0: i don't think anybody is giving her enough credit for having to have seen what she's seen you know
1: yeah well and it's such a young age you know because these kids are what 15 16 17 ish maybe
0: I think they range from 15 to 18, because I know that uh, Bear was turning 17 at some point, and Cheese mentions a couple of times that he's only 15. Yeah. Yeah. So then next, but not... Next in our hearts because she's always first in our hearts. She's my uh, favorite. (laughs) Yes, Paulina Alexis play, and her character is Willie Jack, Uh, and she is by far the best part of this entire series.
1: One hundred percent. She, her personality comes through so fantastically in this character. I know
0: these people. Like I'm telling you, like we'll we'll get into it later. But yes, she she is. The embodiment of every native youth, <laughs> like tomboy, yeah I've ever met. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, the basketball shorts and you know the sports bra yep, and just the, the hair, hair pulled, pulled back. back. Yes, exactly. Like she embodies that so much, and her her she has the best one liners and insults of anybody. She, yes, she is does. just, and she's also just so innocent and carefree and yes, almost like a kid she's still a kid in some ways she with is all the shit kid. that she's seen you know and she's she's probably the only one of the group that has both of her parents and her parents are in a healthy committed relationship, relationship. her dad yeah. has a little bit of issues with OCD and and stuff like that and it gets it's gotten worse i think it's kind of always been a thing they allude to that Mm -hmm. but it gets worse with um after the after losing his nephew because daniel is willie jack's Jack's cousin cousin. her first cousin which in native culture your first cousin is basically your your brother or sister yep so um you know his parents are like her her second parents and and he's like a brother to her so
1: I, I love that they 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 kind of went into that um that part of native culture because you're you're 100% right, you know, the familial structure in a native family is very different to yeah. what typical caucasians I think are used to. 100%. Um, like you said in that um you know, friends are cousins, cousins yeah. are siblings, you know. Yes. Um aunts and uncles are second Everybody. parents
0: <laughs> everybody's yeah. your auntie and your uncle yes. yeah. <laughs> you know if you're if you're an elder everybody's your grandchild yep. and that you know what I mean like that's just kind of how the, how it works which I've always I think that our family has kind of adopted that sort of sentiment that sort of familial hmm thing as well um you know my cousin ashley her son has always been my nephew he yeah. calls me auntie so you know what i mean it's kind of that same like that same kind of thing he's a native american child too so yes
1: he is <laughs> yeah so, um no it, i mean the similarly in our family you know my and i think that when you have broken families you know parents that are split up that kind of happens too. Ava refers yeah. to um her half-sibling's siblings as her siblings and well, her course. her dad's friends, her cousins, you know, and and same thing, yeah. you know, I'm Julie's daughter, my cousin's daughter is my niece. Yeah. I'm I'm Tia Justine, you know. Yeah. Um and I love that. I I think that found family and um you know, once removed family is if you gr- especially if you grew up with them, it's it's important to keep those people close. You know, hundred
0: percent, I agree. And and that's uh, one of the things that you notice throughout the entire series is that people are like, "Oh, we're related. You're my uncle cousin." Yeah, you know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but Willie Jack, uh, she's or I'm sorry, Paulina Alexis, who is just killing the game. Like, yeah, I, I've she's like. She's won a Peabody Award. Like, did she really? Yeah, she's she's for that role. Yeah, for that role.
1: Oh, I love that for her. She
0: she was in. She's been in a in a few things in Canada, but she was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah. And then next up, we have Lane Factor, who plays Cheese, who might be my second favorite of the crew
1: cheese is cheese is innocent kind of he's
0: um he's perfect he, he's
1: perfect he's perfect
0: <laughs> his real name is chester they call him cheese because chester cheese cheese you know cheetos chester and that Cheeto. is another thing yeah. about native american culture everybody's getting a nickname oh yeah <laughs> like everybody's getting a nickname if they can do a playoff of your name which is actually brilliantly witty yes some of the, the things the, you know, just the ma- the words that they say and their their own sort of um, slang
1: mm-hmm.
0: is just like based brilliant. off of... And it is. It's mm-hmm. really, really witty and brilliant. And Cheese is this orphaned child, from what I can tell. Like, yeah, he doesn't he, have either one of his parents.
1: He's been staying with like an older... His
0: uncle cousin. He's his yeah. cousin, but he's so much older, he's his uncle, and he's staying with him. Who <clears> is... His uncle-cousin is played by Nathan Apodaca, a.k.a. Dogface, who is a Native American dude from Idaho, which isn't too far away from, I, like, around the Twin Falls areas where he's from, I believe. So is
1: he Shoshone Paiute, then?
0: Yes, he is. Cool. He's, like, cool. he's like um, Hispanic and Native American mixed. And he is the viral TikToker who was roller—not roller skating, sorry. He, he skateboarding.
1: He brought Fleetwood back, back onto the charts. He
0: did. He 40 years later. Yes. He's Uh on his skateboard, listening to Fleetwood Mac, drinking out of a fucking cranberry jug. And it's everything. Yeah. So he he goes viral (laughs) and blows up because of this video. And then they gave him this little uh, kind of role in Reservation Dogs, which he ends up getting arrested. And having and going away for growing weed, and you know yeah, uh cheese ends up being kind of ends up going into like this boy's home for a while,
1: yeah, who's
0: ran by the leader of this boy's home is Mark Malone, and he was the director on the show glow glow,
1: right.
0: yeah, he played the director, and he he's like sort of this uh twelve step Used to be a really bad alcoholic who's now running this boys' home. So he, which like, is, yeah. very true. <laughs> he Just he true. makes them all sort of <laughs> gather together and talk about their feelings, like they have a feeling stick. And every single white person on this show is like, I have such a great respect for the Native Americans, and then they do something totally racist. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's really and it's true. It's fucking true. Yeah, it's ab- This is real life for anybody who's mm-hmm. wondering. This absolutely happens. Uh, people well, will be like, "I have such a great reason. My best friend is Native American." Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like, so it, and absolutely, the white people are represented well. <laughs> <laughs> accurate. They're very accurate. Yes, it's accurate. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. So. Um, one thing I was thinking about while we were discussing all these main characters is how they're is it talkies they're obsessed with?
0: They're called flaming flamers and they're flaming basically flamers. So like yeah, hot They're basi- basically like but they're chips, they're potato chips, so they're just like spicy potato chips.
1: Right. But and, they, they, they boost this like delivery truck full
0: of yes. of these chips. <laughs> and, and then they yeah. I think they get sick from it, don't they? <laughs> um Alora Dannon gets sick. She ends up yeah. like fucking burning the lining of her stomach from eating too many flamers. <laughs> the doctor is Bobby Lee at the IHS. And mm-hmm. even the way the IHS is presented is, is very, very accurate. Very as well.
1: accurate. Yes. Because and... I've
0: worked with IHS in the past when I worked in the medical field and I've had friends that worked at IHS as well. And it's it, it's just very accurate, everything that's going well, on there. I think that,
1: you know, I think, that, so we, we haven't mentioned the creator's name. It's created by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. Um, yes. Taika is obviously um, from Oceania. I don't know if he's from New Zealand or Australia. I'm not sure where exactly he's from, but he is, he's native. Um, and then Sterling he's Harjo. Indigenous. He's indigenous. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and Sterling Harjo, I think, I think they just wrote from what they knew, you know, and it's, it's just, it's so believable. It, it just, it's just done so well.
0: It is. So, so yes, Cheese, we love him. He's, he, we love the way that he introduces himself with his pronouns. He's like, my name is Cheese. My pronouns are he, him. Yes his his. (laughs) yeah and he's just um he's so sweet and he's like really super caring about his friends he ends up like meeting this older lady uh well this elder right at ihs and she keeps calling him grandson and he she sort of adopts him and that's where he ends up going from this boy's home is to live with her yeah Uh, and big the cop who will get into plays a huge role as well i wouldn't i would call him a main character oh yeah so lane factor is uh one of the only main cast who is actually from oklahoma there's a couple but um and he's a he's creek Seminole. that's his and caddo that's those are his tribes and he's been in ghosts uh the fablemans and he even had like a small role in shorzy
1: Interesting.
0: So, and then he's got some stuff going on. He's going to be in in some things in the future. Um, Well, I I hope
1: that for all of this cast, you know, we in last episode we were talking about like who's going to have a good 2024, and I sincerely hope that this main cast of kids just has so many opportunities coming towards them.
0: I'm a little irritated that they didn't win any mainstream. Agree awards it i think that it deserved so much more accolades than it received
1: 100%
0: and they needed to be a more mainstream because it's just the stories need to be out there
1: i mean for a show that only had three seasons i think the lowest rated episode is like a 7.5 or something like that yeah they're all just if you look at imdb they're just all extremely highly rated it's yeah it's that good you know
0: exactly um so then we've got some secondary cast that i wanted that i felt like were was worth mentioning um we've got elva grera who plays jackie she's also from oklahoma she is a native she's of a native and asian descent and um she's she was in rutherford falls and then dark which Winds. i loved
1: Loved both of those shows.
0: Yeah, so she's she's got some stuff under her belt, and I she, loved and her she, character.
1: Yes, she I'm, plays. She, so she's a blonde native. Yeah, um, obviously, like bleach. Well, blonde. she's a city
0: native, so right. she. Yeah, so there's there's these these kids are considered like country natives because they live uh, where they live in Oklahoma, but she is a Native American who lives who comes from the city, so mm-hmm. she's like this. She gives off this sort of you know she bleaches her hair edgy, yeah edgy she, yeah exactly and she's the leader of the sort of rival gang in the in the neighborhood and they start out as enemies with um the reservation the red dogs, dogs. Yeah. yeah and uh but she she ends up sort of becoming part of their crew uh towards the end of well at the end season of season 2 three.
1: Right. Well, and her her and Alora kind of form a friendship in season 1. And so that's yeah. kind of at but the end of season a,
0: one, her and Alora end up taking off to California on their California. own.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, And, and I want to just mention, you know, you said they're the rival gang. We're using the term gang very, very loosely here. Um, You know, they're not doing drive-bys and shit like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, the crew. Let's call it a crew. They're a rival crew. They they don't use real guns. They use paintball guns. They yeah you know they do things they, they in a play sort of a childish on each way other. yeah they, yes, play on each other. they play pranks on each other they're like they went they went out after their um copper that they were gonna steal out of the headlights to trade for money yeah. and um yeah they're just it's great so next we have uh sarah Podemsky, who plays rita Smallhill, which bear's is bear's mother, mom right? yeah, yeah. And it should be mentioned too that Sarah Pademski, Jennifer Pademski, and uh, Tamara Pademski—three sisters—all that play in this show. Uh, Rita plays Bear's mom, and Jennifer Pademski plays Willie Jack's mom, mm-hmm. and then Tamara Pademski plays Teeny, who is like Rita's childhood best friend, right? And Cookie's sister, I believe. Her older sister,
1: Alora Dannon's mother's
0: mom's sister. Yeah.
1: So her aunt. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I love. I that. think. I-, I think. I never really got confirmation on that, but it seemed to me like when Alora Dannon's grandmother was dying, Teenie came to town, and when she was talking to her, she called her mom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm assuming that I, I mean, she could have been calling her mom because she's her auntie, or you right. know, whatever reason, but. I'm assuming that she is Cookies and Teeny's mother, and so they were siblings. And yeah, I thought it, I just thought it was so cool. And I because I, I kept thinking to myself, "Dang, these Those two ladies, ladies look a lot alike." <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, "Oh shit, that's like well,
1: that makes sense." Yeah, and they're gorgeous, gorgeous ladies. Yeah, like.
0: they really are. Well, they're of Native uh, American, Canadian First Nations. And Polish Ashkenazi Jew, and um, so they are—they just have this really distinct look, and yeah,
1: they're gorgeous.
0: Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous. And so she has been in. She was in that uh, movie Empire of Dirt.
1: I did not see that.
0: I don't know if I watched it, but it sounds so familiar. But that was the only thing that she was in that I was like, oh, I I recognize that. I thought maybe Mm -hmm. you had seen it.
1: Mm, no Um, i don't think so
0: but she's from canada so she's been also in some canada uh canadian film and tv shows then we have little mike and funny bone
1: mozemeko
0: yes and you would think i thought they were twins are they not they are not twins what bone is five years younger than mike no Yes, and they I... have been through a, a whole lot. So they're from Oklahoma City, okay. Which OKC is a good sized city. Yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah. city, and they they went through a whole lot growing up, dealing with. Um, I mean, they started rapping at a very young age, and they've always been a big deal in the Native American community for their rapping. They've they've had shows in Canada and Arizona and New Mexico and places like that, like. There's this thing called uh, gatherings and it's where all a nation's gathering get together and they have like this huge powwow and this huge event where tons of tribes will get together in New Mexico and have this huge gathering. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And um, Moe and Miko have been a part of that. But they've been homeless before.
1: Wow. They've
0: been, they've had... Gotten into lots of trouble with gang-related stuff, and um so they ended up, you know, turning everything around. And Good now they him. preach like a, a like a more positive message through their music mm-hmm. and everything. And yeah, so they they dealt with you know, of course, sizes issues, because yeah. they're little people, which I just thought that that was so interesting because they look so much alike. They do. And they're both little people. So I thought that they were twins, but no.
1: Yeah, I 100% thought they were twins.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I and- love, um, they're, it's just like a very, uh, same thing, like typical character you'd see on a typical res, you know, they, they ride around all the time on their bikes, just like kind of interacting with everybody in the community. Yes rapping whenever they can like handing
0: out cds and yes <laughs> hanging out in front of ihs and yep. yeah exactly just just doing their thing they were fun yes um then we have zon mclaren who plays big and he's he, like the
1: he's like the sheriff of the the area
0: yeah for he's the, like the, for the main BIA. res cop yeah, yeah he's he's like that for that village Yes. So he's that's like his turf is the the village that our our four main characters live in, mm-hmm. and he's and, I, and he's go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say I I love Zon McLarnon. He has just had a really great career in the last probably five to eight years or so. Um, he was in one of my favorite episodes of Westworld. He is in a show called Dark Winds that you mentioned earlier that I also yep. love. Um, he he's was in Doctor Sleep. Yeah, he's been in. Longmare. Yes,
0: right. Yeah,
1: he he's been in a ton of stuff, and I just I I love him. I love yes,
0: him. He, he's wonderful. Um, and he and I he was like this conspiracy theorist cop who kept finding finding fish heads, and like a field, and he <laughs> he thought that it was like, you know, the spirits, you know, and just his his inflection and his speech and though everything that he does is just pure fucking comedic gold yes and he's just <clears throat> he
1: he's calls the red dogs favorites. uh the shit asses
0: yeah they're, they are, is they're the shit asses underrated. Well, everybody calls everybody a shit ass in that,
1: right. in that, that is that is such an underrated fucking burn like you it shit is. Ass.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it really is well it's starting to get used more and more because of the show i feel like
1: mm-hmm. at least in our circle of the world yeah
0: yeah (laughs) and then we have dallas goldtooth who plays the spirit warrior and he he's actually a environmental activist he's a sioux nations native american um and he's an environmental activist and he's uh he's also part of like the very first native american sort of comedy troupe um which he started I
1: think and I read hilarious. that They're called like the 1941s or something like yeah, that right yeah 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 um and and the spirit is a spirit that only bear can see um, Well, bear
0: it, and then uh later on uncle brownie Maximus. yeah
1: well right
0: yeah he sees him yeah I mean he kind of goes from people to people but we first meet him because bear is getting jumped by the other rival crew mm-hmm. and he sort of, he p- kind of passes out and then he meets his spirit warrior guide. Yes. Right. Yeah. His yeah. Spirit but guide. He, yes.
1: He turns up quite a lot um, to give <laughs> unwanted advice. Oh! To bear. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and useless advice. He's like, were you a warrior? Did you, did you meet crazy horse? And he's like, Oh yeah, I met that guy. He walked around with a limp and he's just like making up all these stories. And he's all actually, I didn't even make it to battle. My horse fell into a gopher hole and crushed me, and I fucking died right there. So, yeah. <laughs> so
1: he's like a, a not a great spirit guide. No, um, he's not. As, he's and, not... <laughs> and I love that he, he actually shows up um, in a very like stereotypical, you know, Indian kind of you know, buckskin warrior yes, kind of thing. Yes. And and it's funny, because he's, you know, he's the manifestation of bear in his mind, but he's like that stereotypical Indian. Yeah, he you is. know, and the one and that so-
0: the one that you would see in in the doors movie. And you know, it's just that whole thing. Like if you're going to have a, a Native American spirit warrior guide, it's going to be this guy like yeah. <laughs> that's that's what your brain is going to manifest like
1: yeah
0: or or a chief with a headdress like that is the two kind of stereotypical yeah spirit warriors that you think of you know yeah Yep. but he did de- he is also a dakota language instructor instructor which i thought was really cool i love that yeah he was he's great he's such a great character he's such a great actor i foresee him doing a lot in the future as well yeah
1: i i certainly hope so
0: so then we have like our notable cast like people who uh you know kind of show up Recurring in and roles. out yeah yeah and one of my favorites is her name is Janice schmieding and her, she was auntie bev so she's jackie's auntie yeah jackie goes to their reservation to live with auntie bev
1: right um and she auntie bev works at ihs yes she's a
0: receptionist um, at ihs and she got that <laughs> typical receptionist attitude where she's just like doesn't can't give not be fuck,
1: can't be, be bothered, bothered. <laughs> does not want to provide any kind of helpful service whatsoever
0: <laughs> y'all <laughs> this girl with stomach pains wants to know if we want to buy some meat pies she's just like so deadpan and hilarious i love auntie bev she's my favorite auntie
1: yep she she was also in rutherford falls um which i'm so bummed was canceled to be honest with you because it was another great um representation of of native americans she was she was the main character in that show um i need to watch it it's good So then
0: we have kirk fox who plays kenny boy and i knew elko's reservations kenny boy did you <laughs> so he's he's a dude who has just enough native american to be able to get housing
1: right <laughs> he's, but but he's very not very white i mean you can you can tell you can see he, the native he presents
0: in him. he presents white like yes. yeah he, he presents white but he definitely is one of those who like takes the um old teachings, like the old ways, you know, in that Very good seriously. way. Yeah. Yes. And I've been wanting to say in that good way on this podcast <laughs> for so long, but it just couldn't fit in. But it does here because everything <laughs> happens in that good way. In
1: if you're doing way. it
0: the tradish, it's real tradish in that good way. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Kenny tries to be real tradish like and he's but he's still, he's very, he's still very white, you know, Yeah. but he, he sort of has like this junk row, junkyard. And I mean, I knew this guy. He, on the res in Elko, I knew him. He had a bunch of cars in the back of his house. Yeah. Like he would only work in the wintertime and take like the summers off. <laughs> And just fucking party, dude! And and just like it was, it's just it's so funny how they just covered all the fucking bases.
1: They really did. They really did. And and his little like uh, the guy that works with him is Ansel, who was he not on Breaking Bad? Am I misremembering that?
0: He might have had a small role, but he's been in a lot of stuff. He's a very distinctive looking person.
1: Yes, he is.
0: Like, you know, you've seen his face. And and with these last ones, I'm just going to ask you guys to, if you want to know about what they've been on, like, we might mention some things that, that we have right on top of our heads. But if you want to know about them, definitely IMDb their stuff, because Gary Farmer, Wes Studi, Graham Greene. <laughs> uh, so we've got Uncle Brownie, Bucky and Maximus. They, if you've ever watched a movie with any sort of Native American representation in the last...
1: 20 30 30 years, yeah, Yeah. 30,
0: 40, even 40 years. These dudes have been on it.
1: Yep, last they sure have.
0: Um, what was that? Kevin Costner, Smoke Signals, Dances with Wolves, Dances with Wolves. Wolves, Yes, if you've watched any of those movies in the past 30, 40 years, you've seen one of these guys was in there.
1: Yep, for sure. And then,
0: uh, Tio, Tio Horn, who we've talked about at length
1: we have ranted and raved about this lady we we love her. love her
0: she plays the dear lady and she even gets her own episode in the series which I thought she does
1: i think fantastic. i think that she made such a big impression in that first episode that they were like we have to give her
0: we're definitely bringing her back an
1: episode yeah so and-
0: she's sort of a, a native american folklore to- sort of character where you know where moms would tell their sons, if you don't be good, the dear lady is going to get you. because right. if, you're, if, she, you're,
1: if you're bad to women specifically, if yes. you, if you do not treat your woman right, the dear lady is going to come for you.
0: Well, she doesn't specifically say that. She just says, I only come for bad men. And she, and big has had an encounter with her. The, the policeman had mm-hmm. an encounter with her at a very young age Yes, because he was also being raised by his grandmother. Um, and she, helps him out in the bathroom he goes to the bathroom in this gas station and then the place starts getting robbed and the dear lady's in there and she fucking fucks up these bad guys yeah and they were just there robbing a store you know so i don't think it's specific to uh, not to being bad to women but i think that there are definitely some uh occasions where that is the case Sure. So she fucks them up and he's like, he looks at the, at her feet and he's like, oh shit, it's the dear lady. It's I'm, the dear lady. Like I've done something <laughs> bad. I'm fucked. Right. Right. So then she tells him she appears in his life uh, throughout the years and mm-hmm. it's like, you, are you being good, big? Like, are you being, and she's like, I knew your grandmother, like all this stuff. And yeah, so she is the representation of that. And she shows up a lot. Several
1: times. Yeah
0: throughout the show and she's great uh, and if you don't know Tio horn
1: kenya Tio horn from uh letter kenny
0: letter kenny oh. she's a big deal in letter kenny she's uh her mother was a native american first nations activist mm-hmm. and um just look up anything you can on her she has had a incredible life um and then i also wanted to mention that we had Lily Gladstone Yay, who Lily is, Gladstone is getting plays, tons of accolades right now for her role in uh, Yeah, she
1: she just won a Golden Globe. Um yeah. and she's got we, some Oscar
0: nominations.
1: Yep. Yep. Um and I really hope she takes it. I think it, she might be the first Native American woman um that's ever been nominated for an Oscar um, um, for that.
0: I don't know if that's true or not. That's something we would definitely have to double check because I feel like way back in the day, there was a Native American... Oh, I think somebody actually sent a Native American woman to accept an award for them. Yes.
1: That was... It was, uh, uh, it was like Charlton Heston or somebody like that. Marlon somebody, Brando or...
0: Yeah. And Marlon Brando sent her up there and Charlton Heston got pissed and it was like this kind of a, a controversy at the Academy Awards yeah. uh, years and years ago. But she plays Hokti, and that's she's Daniel's mom. And it never really gets into, or at least I can't remember if it gets into why she's in jail. But uh, she's in jail, and uh, Willie Jack goes and visit, visits her a lot because she mm-hmm. has medicine. And Willie Jack wants to learn the medicine ways. Right, she, so she Willie
1: Jack kind of gets taken under um fix old man Fixico's yeah. wing to to yeah. learn you know the native medicine and and how to how to help people.
0: Yes, which exactly.
1: Is wonderful.
0: And so uh, she knows that that has the medicine. So when she's going through it, she goes and she visits Hokti at the uh, jail, and she sort of helps her. Kind of figure things out. She's sort of she's Willie Jack's sort of spirit guide in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she has
0: her own spirit guide. And n- the scene where um she I might get emotional just talking about it right now, but <laughs> the scene where she um is in the prison or in the jail. I don't know if she's a prison or a jail. I'm thinking it's it might probably be a prison prison. yeah. Yeah. Um and she tells her to hold her hands out and think you know, and pray and think about her um ancestors. ancestors and they're all behind her and they put her their arm on her hand and she and I was just like <sighs> like yeah. that that got me right here, man. That was such a powerful moment. It was it was so well done. And even though she had a very small part in the show, she Made she's
1: just impact. that kind
0: of a, she's just that kind of an actress. She did so yeah. well in um
1: Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers
0: of the Flower Moon. It was such a great movie. Yeah, um, I
1: still have yet to watch that, but I think, I mean, she has just blown up um because of that movie. And I'm so excited to see the see representation where her goes. and see where her career goes. And I, yeah. I think it's just we've we've talked about it a ton of times, but representation matters in this, I think this whole like Native American and Indigenous people, like frenzy that's going on right now is it can be accredited to all these people that we've just discussed you know and, and she's she's definitely a big part of that she is bringing native women to the forefront of our thoughts you,
0: this is the thing that i think that i love so much about tv and movies too is that it there you're telling a story and you're educating people while entertaining them and, yep. that, and what better way to be educated than while you're being entertained? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, my hope is that this will bring more attention to a lot of situations. But we, I, I certainly digress. hope so. Yeah. yeah. So another couple of people I feel like worth mentioning is that Brandon Boyd, the lead yes. singer of Incubus, which, <laughs> side note, the fucking soundtrack, it caught yep. me right at the very beginning. Yep. The very fucking beginning of the, the whole series, we've got punk rock music. We've got uh, Iggy Pop and the Stooges.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I
0: think, but, but, um, I but think when we, I first but,
1: saw Brandon Floyd, I, I think I texted you and I was like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I know. I I'm... don't know
0: how you weren't absolutely positive. <laughs> well, or how I'm... you didn't get on your phone and immediately look that up.
1: Well, no, I know. But I was just like... I think like the very second I saw him I was like I'm pretty sure I'm watching Brandon Boyd as Jesus in Reservation Dogs right now. I texted you and yes. Um it's just one of those crazy characters. They they meet him when they're in California. Um it, I just yeah, it's it couldn't have been cast better. <laughs> Honestly. He
0: played White Jesus, which was he was basically a homeless dude that sort of takes the kids under their wing when they get to um California he's yeah they, they end up but yeah so I thought that was worth mentioning he was great um also later on in the last season Ethan Hawke guest stars and he we find out is Alora Dannon's dad yeah because she she decides she's gonna go to school and she's gonna move off the res sell her grandma's house or maybe she keeps the house I can't remember but um she has to have her father signs some paperwork
1: so she can get financial her. aid yeah
0: so she can get financial aid and so she ends up meeting her dad who ends up being Ethan hawk and yes. he's sort of like this this old 80s 90s party dude who's like sort of lived a rough life he mm-hmm. has another family his wife is in prison for meth like just yeah. this whole and then she meets her other siblings and they kind of have this moment and i thought that that was really really cool
1: yeah yeah the the one person that i wanted to mention um who shows up is amber mid thunder um she plays the motivational speaker that comes to oh, yes. uh, the res and she <laughs> she was in um pray
0: that's a city native <sighs> right there like that like, <laughs> what she was representing on the reservation was city native Prey,
1: the Predator sequel.
0: Oh, okay. um, she
1: plays the native girl in that movie. And she was also um, one of the main characters. She played Carrie in uh, Legion, which is one of my favorite, favorite shows, which I'm, I hope we talk about. Um, I'm sure she's we will. she's had a really good last few years, too. Um, so, I mean, basically, we're talking about all of these people just to say that, like the who's who of Native American actors and indigenous actors yeah. is in this show
0: exactly and that's what we're it, trying to point out <laughs> they're worth mentioning and they yeah. they deserve they deserve credit but i want to quickly talk about the um soundtrack it's you have it's so fucking good and i don't mean to sound snobby or anything like that but i feel like anybody who picks music like this just is a really naturally intelligent person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry if that sounds terrible, but the music is fucking phenomenal. So good. We have everything from like Waterfalls by TLC and Sitting Up in My Room by Brandy when they're doing the dance to it outside and like to uh, punk rock music, to metal music, to just it has it all native american music yeah uh it's just it's really really good well i
1: mean you know music music is used to convey mood in tv shows and i feel like if you're watching something and the music pops out to you or that you recognize it you know because you already know it, it it just enhances the experience for me um we we really should talk about soundtracks more often to be honest but um... we should
0: well i mean you know because we're talking about first thoughts now we've moved on Mm -hmm. from cast and crew and that was what got me i mean my first the first moments of the tv show i i was like oh this is going this is gonna change some things like yeah i knew it immediately like they're boosting this uh truck but they're they don't really know what they're doing but they manage to fucking get away with it I wonder your dog is playing it's just like super powerful and they're arguing about seat belts and like it's just fucking great and I knew in that moment I was like uh this is gonna be one of my favorite shows yeah of all time what was your first thoughts
1: um my first thoughts I just I loved the characters. Um like like we've said before, you know, it's like you you can look at these characters and be like, I know that person. Um, I have literally met that person, interacted uh, with yeah. that person, maybe even possibly been very close to that person. Yeah. You know, in some cases. Yeah. Um I definitely had a Jackie. Yeah. You know? Um or an Alora Dannon, if you will. Yeah. And um it's when people write from what they know i think it just it it makes that much of a of a bigger impact on on you know how you relate to the show
0: totally i um, definitely relate to the show i spent a lot of time on the reservation
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i my boyfriend when i was in high school was native american one of my best friends was native american and i just i practically fucking lived there for like a few years yeah and so i have a lot of experience with res life basically yeah. like i i definitely um was white steve i was yeah. the fucking white <laughs> steve <laughs> of my generation of you know people my age on the reservation you know like mm-hmm. it, i was just always there and uh, so, yeah, it was definitely. I felt like I could relate on a whole lot of levels. I know these people. Yeah, like,
1: I, <laughs> I have. Crazy. I have cousins on both sides of my family that are native. Uh, my some of my youngest cousins, uh, Adam and Ori, are are half native. And my uncle, my dad's brother, is was adopted. He's full blooded Modoc Indian. I think just living in in the West, you just, um, you know, maybe in other places too, maybe not quite as much, but, um, I mean, there's, there's just a a native presence in this, on this side of the country, wherever you Where we
0: come from too, because it wasn't necessarily a reservation. It was called a colony Mm -hmm. because they didn't have their own schools. They didn't have their own. Well, you know, you had the smoke shop and stuff like that that was on. The land, but they mm-hmm. didn't have, you know, the, we went to school with those kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: all through mm-hmm. elementary school up into high school. So, yep. like, it, we were definitely more exposed, I think, than most people would because most reservations will have their own schools, they'll have their own sort of community. But in our town, there was two separate parts of town that were, you know,
1: considered the res, considered
0: yeah. the res that, um, but everybody, you know, went to school together, we all shopped yeah. at the same stores, like, worked in the same places. So mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. were, we were exposed to it, I think, more than most white people would be because.
1: Because we came from know, a small town.
0: Because yeah. we came from a small town. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if we've mentioned it, but uh, in our area, the Shoshone Paiute is um, the prevalent tribe.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And, and I mean, and around us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. We've
0: got Shoshone. I think it's mostly Shoshone. And then there's Paiute, like up in up Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. And then Navajo also, there's... Uh, to the a, south. We don't yeah. have a Nav- Navajo reservation or anything like that, but there's a lot of navajo representation in nevada as well yes yeah favorite moments Do you i there's so many i don't even know (laughs) um or episodes
1: specifically i have specific episodes that i want to talk about okay um so the first one i wanted to mention is come and get your love which is the episode about big um, and the Dear Lady, and yes. he, he mentioned specifically uh, Redbone, and the title, Come and Get Your Love, is their yes. famous song, Come and Get Your Love. Come and get
0: your love. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: and Yes. And I mean, really, I don't know any more mainstream Native band that that you can mention really um you know classic 70s and I, I think i've talked about this before too you know i love um i love an ensemble cast first of all but i also love when they do side episodes for side characters yes um, that was one
0: thing that was really really cool about this series is that like yes. you got some of these side characters got their own episodes and you learned about the elders too which was yeah. rad i love that episode
1: yep um the other episode in the same vein is called wide net and it's when the aunties all go um to for the, a weekend
0: <laughs> they go to a conference a conference like an yeah. iHS conference somewhere i think I can't remember where they ended up going. Maybe just to OKC. I'm not yeah. sure, but they like they get to dress up and they eat the edibles,
1: <laughs> and they're they're talking about snagging and yeah, yeah.
0: they're steaming their vaginas. Oh and my god! <laughs> the the vendors down in like in the conference, they're selling like crystal. Um, dildos and yeah. just like, herbs and stuff for these women and they're like take these herbs and go steam your vagina with them and... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's great. And all of all, a lot of the side characters are just given their own chance to shine and they they fully embrace it and and uh the actors as well just embrace it and just put on their best performances i love i love episodes like that
0: yeah One of my favorite episodes, too, is also the Come and Get Your Love, the uh, big story, Um, Mm -hmm. the Dear Lady's story. Yeah. Talking about the boarding schools and the abuse and all and the things that happened uh, back then was really hard hitting. That one got me. Yeah. Yeah. all the episodes where Willie Jack goes to visit Hoke and I also really loved the uh, episode where um, Kenny Boy and Big accidentally do DMT well Kenny doesn't <laughs> but Big accidentally does DMT and they, go, and they find that weird cult in the fucking forest that are like yeah. fucking fish heads and shit and that's where all the fish heads came from that Big <laughs> Big was looking for and they just have this like trip together in the in the woods and they end up getting like captured by this these weird white dudes and uh <laughs> it's just such a i loved that one it was so good
1: yeah yeah they uh i just can't talk enough about the storytelling i mean it, you know obviously when you're writing a show you have to um you know, you have to make things up and you have to embellish things, you know, to keep people's attention. But the thing I love about this show is that the stories feel
0: real. Yes, um, they're, they do. They're not
1: they're not overly embellished or dramatized um, in a way that you know, a lot of TV shows are, it, it, it's just done in such a such a real way and such a believable way.
0: Absolutely. The there's the one scene, too, that I really, really loved was when um, Maximus and Uncle Brownie take the, some of the kids fishing and mm-hmm. he's supposed to be like teaching them like native ways or whatever. And they just start yeah. singing Free Fallen by Tom Petty. <laughs>
1: Or like when they, um, when Willie Jack goes hunting with her dad.
0: When Willie Jack goes hunting with her dad, that's a sweet episode, actually. That's a very, that's a very Mm -hmm. sweet. Uh, And then her dad kind of comes out of his funk after that, which is cool. And I just love Willie Jack's dad, how, how close they are and, um, you know, how his parents, her parents have been together for so long, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: we deal with um, a lot of death elder death
1: mabel is one of my favorite episodes which is yeah um is it a laura dannon's
0: grandma yeah yeah that dies and
1: and they they go through the whole you know process and and traditions and things like that which i thought was wonderful it was presented very very um regally and um almost like in a precious way
0: it really was yeah and um Just how everybody shows up even, you know, because her, Elora and Bear, and Bear are having sort of a hard time because mm-hmm. she shows back up to the res after her and Jackie try to make it to California, which should be mentioned also that Megan Mullally plays this <laughs> recently divorced white woman who kind of takes them in for the night and they fucking yeah. steal her truck and they're all, she's all little shit asses when (laughs) when they take off but she doesn't do anything about it she's just like whatever
1: yeah it'll the truck will turn up i'm sure yeah exactly (laughs) is kind of
0: her thought process um their little adventure was pretty crazy when they get uh that was a good episode too i really liked that one they mm-hmm. get picked up by the the weird dude, and she's all fucking stab him, and she <laughs> stabs him in the arm. She's like, "Do you think he's dead?" She's like, "No, you stabbed him in the arm."
1: <laughs> oh shit! Um, in that same vein, the I Still Believe episode, which I think is the last episode of season one, it's when they they take off to California. Mm-hmm. The and just in any other show they would have made it to California and, and had this great time. But in this, in this show, you know, the kids get their money stolen yeah. and they have to struggle to try to find their way back because they, you know, they have no way to, to take care of themselves. And, um, one of the aunties has to come and pick them up. Um, and then yeah, bear bear gets lost along the way and ends up with, uh, maximus who also sees spirit guides yeah know, it's it's just a chaotic and he's
0: he grows um eggplant like he grows yeah. for the alien for the star people yeah, yeah. <laughs> well in his story and then they go into his story and how he got the way that he was yeah in yeah. the in the, sh- the episode about the elders and he kind of like
1: Housemate of fries,
0: fries is- his brains on on acid and kind of just never comes back after that really
1: yeah yeah that's like a very dazed and confused style moment yeah it really was it
0: was super cool (laughs) I loved that one I loved seeing the grannies and everybody all young you know like yeah you've got cheese's granny who's like they're like this crew that hangs out together and um yeah it was it was I loved that one too it was really good it's I mean final thoughts or do you have any uh thing else you want to talk about any other episodes um i, I mean i i, I just i know that <laughs> we we really could we i could I do just, a full podcast on this tv show probably we could do a deep
1: dive um, yeah but you know i just for a show for me to text you after every single episode yeah with my feelings or my thoughts, like, yeah, it's just something that you, you can't quite put into words of why it works. You know, we, we've certainly tried to here. Um, but you really just, you don't know until you watch it until, you know, you know why it's special. And and exactly. I I really just, I really encourage everyone to, to watch the show. You will not be disappointed.
0: A hundred percent. I feel exactly the same way. uh, like it's been reiterated over and over again, the characters were great. The stories were compelling and interesting and kept you in it. Mm-hmm. And even, even if they bounced around timelines a little bit, it didn't matter. It was still relevant and um, gave you everything. It gave you yeah. all the emotions, all of the feels. It just was epic. And I yeah. can, I foresee this being a show that I will watch over and over again,
1: one hundred percent one hundred percent
0: it will um, go on the is docket.
1: This, is this our gone too soon episode?
0: This is our gone too soon episode.
1: I don't think we mentioned that up up front. we didn't um, no, but is it is our gone it, too soon episode and and the reason why is because, and I think I've made this comment before, like I could watch this show for twenty years, yeah and and be just fine, you know I'm. I'm upset that they ended it, but I'm glad they ended it when they did because it yes. it, it it leaves you wanting more and it leaves you it wanting does. to know more about these characters. And I think that's the best way to end a show.
0: Yeah, you know? it really is. You know, and maybe we'll get lucky, and there will be like a a, a branch off. You know, all the great shows all, almost always seem to have a branch off.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, a spinoff. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, yeah, a spinoff. And maybe it'll be somebody's specific story going forward. You know, I, I don't or know. Maybe
1: it'll be the kids when they get older or when yeah. they have kids, you they'll know, come back um, for
0: somebody's funeral and they'll uh, what their lives look like. You know, if I had to predict, I I'm going to say Willie Jack is going to be one of those aunties who just sort of is like a spinster and just kind of, you know, <laughs> She's a medicine woman who just sort of keeps keeps
1: the traditions alive within the community. Keeps the
0: traditions alive. Yes, I I foresee that for Willie Jack. Um, I think cheese will like come out of the closet at some point. Yeah, I think I feel
1: like Willie Jack um, might be gay. Um,
0: Well, they sort of mentioned that, and because. When they're all getting together for the funeral, her auntie is like, you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, and she's like, nope, can't be tied down. Or, you know, (laughs) it's like a comment, like, they can't keep me down or something like that. Don't got time for that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so you you get the impression that maybe she's into both. Like, you don't know. You know, she's just kind of a tomboy. But I met plenty of Native American tomboyish girls Mm -hmm. who were totally into dudes. So, you know, you just, you don't know. Yeah. And they never really make it clear, but she might come out. I see cheese coming out though. I see cheese coming out as, as queer, um, pansexual, maybe. Um, that's kind of the vibe I get from, from cheese. He's just like, he's one of those types of people that's just like, I've got love for everybody. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll even get married and have a family. I I foresee him being like a counselor type.
1: I could see that or yeah. a police I mean,
0: he, officer. Uh, he, he, he definitely took an interest in wanting to help people.
1: Yeah. And, and he is very concerned with, you know, you mentioned how he uses he, he mentions his pronouns. So he's very um, aware of making sure that everyone feels like they can come to the table. Him.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. and so I just feel like it's giving uh, counselor vibes, or maybe even detective cop type vibes. You know, mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. he gives he gives me that sort of and feeling, and I feel like Alora Dannon's going to be a kind of a career woman. I think she's going to go to college. She's going to get a specific yep. career. She's going to. It may even be towards some sort of activism. Um, I feel like Jackie and uh, Bear are gonna get married and have babies (laughs) (laughs) and like that's like kind of how I foresee the story going I don't I don't know exactly for sure what's gonna end up happening with them but like I I see I foresee a future for these kids and I'd love to see it I'd be
1: okay with all of that that you mentioned yeah yeah. I, I honestly would um yeah it's it's just it's just a feel good show and you know that's not to say that bad things don't happen because it definitely has its emotional moments. Yeah. But it presents life in a way that is is acceptable um but also, you know, hits the hard notes And yeah. uh, so and it makes
0: you aware of how of what it looks like on reservations in America.
1: Mhm.
0: At least in the in, in the um lower 48 yeah i don't know what it looks like for natives in canada but i'm assuming that it's a little similar because we've watched letter kenny and yeah. it sort of represents sort of in the same way it seems mm-hmm. like it's uh you know they give the these people this little bit of land and they're like here you go this is supposed to make up for
1: everything that we've done to you, the
0: whole past you know <laughs> yeah. it's like and I just thought it was so educational, and I just, I hope that maybe it will just be like a late bloomer, and the right person will watch it, and they'll be like, we need to give this show more credit Yeah, than it got, because it definitely deserved it. It was so it, well made.
1: It did not get enough. I mean, just I, throw all, all of the awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw
0: yeah. the awards at them give them all the funding like it was fucking perfect it really I, was It could not have been done better mm-hmm. uh we obviously wish that we could have had more but it didn't end disappointingly correct it wasn't yep. you know there's so many of our show our favorite shows that end and we're like that was the greatest show i've ever watched but the ending was absolute bullshit and yeah we did not have that with reservation dogs and maybe we can attribute that to it ending maybe before we were ready. Well, and, you know,
1: I I think I made the comment after the last episode, because no, I think you mentioned that was the last episode. And I was like, Oh, it didn't feel like the last episode. And I think they did that really brilliantly, too, because it's not like they left an open ended uh, ending. You know, it's not like we got this huge cliffhanger or anything like that. But it just felt
0: like another day. It didn't you feel know. like a closeout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You could tell just if you watched the emotions of the actors as the episode went on, that there was a sense of closure because of their emotional responses to each other in, mm-hmm. and how when they all got together to dig the grave and how they all kind of, it, it was just very that. Mm-hmm. Like, sense of they they know that they're not going to be together every day anymore and they're going to miss each other and things of that you know like that you kind of notice if you really watch which I watched it twice which I did with a lot of this show because I would have to watch it myself because I couldn't stop watching it and then I'd watch it again with Tom Mm -hmm. when he got home from work so you know i i got it I got a double dose of the last episode, and I definitely the second time around noticed that there was a little bit more emotion, mm-hmm. even though they were at a funeral
1: yeah, yeah, um like you said i think I think it's gonna be one that I go back to
0: quite often
1: for the comfort, you know um,
0: yeah Yeah, so. exactly to to be with our friends again, yeah, to be with these to live these kids lives again with them you know that's that's the part of any good show you feel like when you feel like they're a part of your life and your family like (laughs) that's when you know like the show is really good you want to revisit it because you want to be with your friends again you want to be you you
1: miss your you miss your crew you miss yeah you want to be
0: eating catfish with the homies and
1: uh (laughs)
0: In the gas station, basically, yeah. is what it is. <laughs> it's like a convenience store with a fucking catfish place that has the best catfish ever. Yeah. And even when they leave, when Jackie and Alora leave and they go and eat catfish somewhere else, they're like, this catfish is bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> catfish is life. Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah it was just it's so good and i'm sad that it's over but then again like it was it was super well made and we want to hear what you guys thought of it as well if you watched and um what you thought
1: yeah i don't really i don't really know
0: well i mean like i said we could go on forever and ever about it but yeah
1: i i cannot stress to you enough how important i think this show is and uh I just I wish everyone would watch it honestly,
0: <laughs> yes, please watch it and then f- tell us what you if you haven't watched it already, watch it and tell us what you think if you have watched it tell listen to this uh episode and tell us what you think. tell us if we missed something like yeah oh,
1: I'm sure we did there there's
0: obviously we didn't yeah. we didn't include everything that could be included, but I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like we hit all the high notes and um got the majority of the story in there as much as we can in one episode Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. and this
0: is going to be a longer episode but we don't care we're not gonna we're not gonna cut it extremely short i want all of this
1: yeah to be i I agree Yep.
0: it's just i think that they deserve it they deserve to have more of our time (laughs) so yes get on the fucking horn and tell us what you thought and you are welcome and thank you Bye. Bye. Hi. You can listen to Trash Cap Productions. We have to go back on Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can contact us via email at we have to go back four at gmail.com You can follow us on Instagram at we have to go back forty two and on TikTok at we have to go back So please like, subscribe, share, email, all of that. Bye.